Many people think that if you just know your value, then you will be valuable to the institution and everything is going to work out for you. And you hear this over and over again out there from the social media people, know-it-all, or even perhaps from your mentors or your institution, know your value. But today I want to talk about how value and knowing your value actually relates to knowing your values. Huge difference. If you want to know what it is, stay tuned after the music and we're going to dive right in there. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. I'm Inga Hoffman, your host, and thank you so much for being here. And uh, today we're going to tackle an episode that I entitled Know Your Values. And it is straight from pillar number two of the Physician Success DNA method. Pillar number two is leadership identity. And leadership is such a huge part of uh, being successful in life and in medicine. And many people talk about it, but most people, I would say, have very little clue what it is all about. Today, I want to tackle a very important topic that I hear spread all over the internet and that people drop as a note all the time, which is you just need to know your value. Then it will be all better for you at your academic institution. And I want to unpack that for you today because there's a lot of things that I feel I've believed in the past myself and there was some truth to it, but there's also some obstacles or problems with this perspective. I just need to know my value and then I can make more salary. I will get promoted. I get all the resources that I need. Lots of people operate from that perspective and actually stay stagnant and challenged. And um, so I want to go over that today and help you understand the difference about knowing your value and knowing your values. Okay, so let's dive right in. Many people in academic medicine, myself included, hold on to this belief that if I just know my value, and maybe you want to put a dollar figure to it, I just realize how important I am and how valuable I am to the institution. And if I can convey that, then I can ask for more resources, for more money, and everything will be better. And I just want to preface this whole episode of saying that it is important to realize in a very honest, self-integrous way, what value do I actually bring and be humble about it, but also be secure about it. 
because I feel like a lot of people get a little bit on their high horse and think, oh, I know all these things, I'm that valuable. And honestly, I used to be that person about 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, I'm really valuable to the institution because I brought them this grant, sure. But really, when I took an honest look at myself, I had a lot to learn and have more integrity and serve with a humble heart versus just getting on my high horse and thinking because I had one big win, now I'm that valuable. That's just a side note. But going back, it's, it is important to realize what you actually bring to the institution, if you're working in an academic medical center or any organization for that matter, and what you bring as value. Like maybe it's a skill set, maybe it's your expertise, maybe it's a unique niche you have, Perhaps you have some unique things that other people don't bring to the table, whether it's a perspective or even a language or, or some other skill set that might edify and amplify the institution in some way and make work more fun. But lots of people equal like, if I just know my value, then I can be in a stronger position to ask. And while that is true, I think it sometimes then leaves people in the mindset of, well, if I just be more self-confident and know my value, then I can just push the envelope of my pay, my resources I get, and then all will be better. And hear me out before uh, you kind of shut down and think, what's she talking about? I disagree with that. I am not saying that it is not important to know their value, ask for the resources you need, and also negotiate well and fair and with integrity about your salary and the resources you need to run your clinical or research operation to bring value to the institution and to yourself. A hundred percent, absolutely. But sometimes we're operating from this, we're just trying to kind of push how far we can get and have seen this a lot. And there are some people that actually propagate this and say, well, Let's see how much money I can get out of this thing. And I feel that's kind of, to me, that doesn't sit right. That's just not the person I am. But maybe it works for some people. But here is the problem that I see when people work from the mindset of, let me just push my value and ask for my money and resources. And the end game is often that we hope that we will be number one more productive, which would be awesome, then that is actually a good return of investment. But many times we hope that when we get that value exchange return, and we maybe get more resources like support of an admin, super important, and you definitely need that, or more salary support, also important because money can help you free up your time and other spaces in your life. But often it comes with this emotional attachment that we will be happier when that happens, that we will be content because we feel valued. And I want to really attach or focus on that level, on that emotional level, on that mental level that many people get caught up on. They think if I just have X, more resources, more money, then I will feel Y happier, fulfilled, being valued, being recognized by my institution for what I'm doing, get recognition, whatever. And it happens to turn out that most of the time that never arrives. It never is good enough. You might briefly feel satisfied, recognized. Oh, 
great. I pushed my value. I got some exchange in return. And now you feel a brief relief, maybe recognition, sense of happiness, but it fades away very quickly. And you see this in medicine actually all the time. There's always this, um, some people call it arrival fallacy, right? You think when you arrived at point X, everything will be better. You will be happier. And very quickly, people realize that that is actually not giving them happiness, joy, fulfillment, or contentment. So that's really important to recognize. We cannot just push our value in the hopes that that will be a way for us to feel fulfilled and content and happy and joyful and feel that we're living a purpose-driven life. If this like sounds all too abstract for me, let me give you a very practical example where this happens. So if you just look at residency training over the decades, if you have been in medicine long enough, I've trained uh, over 20 years ago. So I've been in the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of no work hour regulations to being one of the early generations that went through the first wave of work hour regulations when we are like from no limits to set it at 80 you know that the, the first wave if you are old enough you will remember many of you have no clue what I'm talking about that's okay but what often happens we make all these changes in residency programs right we say well we need to make these adaptive changes because everything is just too much and if we take some of those stressors and those work hours away, then everything will be better. In the short term, that sounds great. And in the short term, we see maybe some relief and people say, oh, oh I feel a little bit of pressure come off. But it's very interesting that a short while after, that effect sort of goes away. People are suddenly not content or happier with what they are experiencing and the changes they made by pushing their value of, hey, we, we are important, we are valuable, we need to be recognized for that work and we need to get more support, all very important again. But very quickly, the return of investment or the exchange of value they get doesn't seem often good enough anymore and we have this like historical memory loss in our institution right that we say oh my goodness we made all these changes and suddenly there is no more effect on these changes and we feel again we need more we need more we need more and in many ways that has led to an upward pendulum swing that uh those of us who have lived through all the work hour regulations from the beginning of time to now have recognized that there were some downsides that came with that too. That's a whole topic for another day, but I just want you to recognize that there are sometimes things that we negotiate and trying to get based on our values and our needs, which are important to ask for, that always, they don't often translate into actually a permanent lasting change in the degree of happiness fulfillment and feeling content with where we are at and feeling like we have a breather and also not necessarily actually an increase in productivity so having said that all now let's look at the opposite side and say well what if we would work for a whole different framework instead of working from the framework of 
working from our value, what we think we are worth, so to speak. Let's look at it from knowing our values. And knowing your personal values is something entirely different. But let me explain and then you will see how this relates to this very topic. When we work from our values instead of our values, what we think we're worth, our whole way of operating and function, not just in medicine, but also outside of medicine and in society, completely shifts around. Now, the, the starting point is that most people actually don't know what their values are. They might think they know what their values are, but often these are values that they feel they should be having because somebody else told them so. So the number one first important thing is to be really crystal clear on your values. What are your personal values? What are the things that are critically important, non-negotiable things to you and your character? There might be family, there might be uh, being a person of integrity, there might be leadership, there might be, there might be being extremely compassionate or being an innovator. There, there's a laundry list. In fact, there's lists out there what values you can go through exercises. I lead people through in, in pretty much any of my coaching programs and a lot of trainings. I lead them through a values exercise because most people have no clue what their values are. Neither did I 10 years ago. So once you know your values, your core values, it's usually just about three. Those then can inform everything you do in your life and are going to be your guiding North Star. When you work from your values versus your value, then you suddenly have a whole different perspective because you prioritize everything and anything you do based on your personal values and how a goal, things somebody asks you to do, a career path fits into your values. And that is an incredible, powerful and empowering, secure position to work from. If you know your values by heart, you are so secure and sure in them and you know that you will defend those values at all costs because that's who you are a lot of things will become easier it will become much easier to say no it will be very easy for you to prioritize where to focus your time on what projects to take on and what to say no to what career path you choose what institution you choose where you live who you work with etc all these things are really guided by your North Star, which is your values. And that is so powerful to work from because then you don't have to go begging for stuff. You know who you are, what your values are. That is real leadership and real self-leadership. And from that point forward, you actually make decisions that are empowering and true to self because they're based on your values and not what you think your value is. And from that point, you will always be content and at peace because you are working from your inner being, from your inner values. And that is so powerful. And guess what? When that happens... When you're working from a place of your values, something powerful happens. Your value goes up as well. 
because you stay true to self and then you will be more productive, more secure, more empowered. Be a better leader and guess what? With all those qualities, your value will go up because guess what? Nobody likes wishy-washy people, especially not in leadership, especially not in academia, right? The wishy-washy people that kind of toss like the waves in the wind. One day they are this, one day they are that. One day they want to do this, one day they want to do that. These are very hard people to work with. And they have other qualities probably that are, uh, that are really much needed. But knowing your value really brings you that steady force in the ground where you feel grounded and secure and that increases your value not just for yourself but also add value to the organization and to your community to your family so I hope this helps you so again there's a difference of knowing your value meaning what you think you're worth the dollar amount the resources those type of things that will never feel good enough and they will always quickly feel like I need more I need more it's not going to make me happier it's not make me content it perhaps likely will also not make you more productive in the long term I know plenty of people who have a lot of resources and they still cannot get anything done yet on the other hand knowing your values your personal values will make you a real leader will make you centered empowered and work in a much more efficient way because you know where your true north star is so i hope this served you looking forward to seeing you on the next episode have a wonderful blessed week and talk to you soon thank you so much for listening to the academic revolution podcast today if you've gotten value from today's episode I would love for you to share it with your friends and colleagues and help create a movement that changes the future of academic medicine forever. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and visit ingahoffman.com for more information on how to work with me. Links are in the show notes. Until then, be well and see you on the next episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. 